Today we talk about are artificial inseminations, also called IUIs, worth doing? I'm Dr. Mark Amos, and this is Taco About Fertility Tuesday. Many times I hear from patients that come to me for a new consult and say to me, I don't want to try IUIs because I had a friend who did them and they didn't get pregnant. And so I just want to move on to IVF. And I think this is a very common fear for anyone. I mean, especially if you're paying for this with cash, why would you ever want to do something that's not going to work if it's not working for people? And I do believe there are situations where it may be worth skipping IUIs and going straight to IVF. That's what I want to talk about today. I think the first question we have to answer is, what's the chances of IUI even working? And what I can tell you is it depends on the medication you use. There are some doctors who will treat everyone the same, whether you are 42, whether you are 22. You will get the same treatment, Clomid or Femara, and nothing more. As you can imagine, you would not expect someone who is 42 to have the same fecundity rate as someone who is 22. And so the reason for that is because the egg quality is different. At 42, 85% of the eggs are going to be abnormal. At 22, less than 40% of the eggs are going to be abnormal. So at 42, you need to take more medication to make more eggs to have a better chance. But if you're taking a very weak drug like Clomid or Femara, there's a good chance that you're probably only going to make two or three eggs, and it may not be enough to help you get pregnant, whereas someone at 22, it's plenty. The other portion that matters is what your diagnosis is. Someone who has has unexplained infertility is going to be different than someone who has a sperm factor problem. So the basic rate for artificial inseminations is going to be somewhere between about 12% all the way up to about 22%. Now, if you are someone who doesn't have infertility and are just doing IUIs because you're using Domerspern, it may even be as high as 25%, but for average, think 12% to 22%. Now, if you're using something weak like Clomid or Femara, usually we say between about 12 and 15% pregnancy rate. If you're adding on injectable therapies such as Gonalef or Folostim, then that pregnancy rates can go as high as 18 to 22%. And even with pure injections, you can even get up to that 18, 22%. Now the question is, why don't most doctors do that? Well, it doesn't make them bad doctors. I may not agree with them and I may not choose to give Clomid to someone 42, but the reason is to prevent multiples. In my thought, I feel that because we know it takes more eggs to get pregnant, I'm not so worried about multiples and honestly have had very few multiples in my practice when it comes to IUIs. But it would also be very inappropriate to give a very high dose of medication for someone on their very first cycle of IUI versus giving them a more appropriate treatment for their first IUI, and that can lead to multiples. But my point is, your doctor isn't bad. It's just your doctor might be too concerned about that to the point that they are weighing their risk versus your benefit. The next question then would come is, if you have male factor infertility, then 
artificial insemination, IUIs, are going to fix that problem. And so your chances are going to be much higher than someone who has unexplained infertility because we don't even know what we're treating. And so I routinely will tell patients who have unexplained infertility that the chances of it working is approximately 50% of the people who get pregnant by the third try. But that depends on how long they've been trying for. If someone comes to my clinic and has been trying for a year and has unexplained infertility, then I would give those same statistics. However, if they've been trying for 10 years and have never been pregnant, I am much more concerned that the artificial insemination will not work. And at that point, I probably would say IVF might make more sense. The reason for that is because in 10 years or even in five years, if you have not been able to get pregnant and there's nothing we can find wrong, why would injecting sperm into the uterus help you get pregnant? Sure, there are things called sperm antibodies and there are milieus in the vagina environment that can cause problems. But are we talking about World War III in this vagina? I mean, five years and not getting pregnant? I can't imagine this one sperm can't make it. So my general rule is, if you've been trying for three years and you have unexplained infertility, I think it's very reasonable to jump straight to IVF versus doing IUIs. But if there is a sperm issue, in that situation, I don't care how long you've been trying, it could be 20 years. Now we're fixing the sperm issue. And so I think your chances might even be slightly higher than 50% if you are taking the appropriate treatment. So if you have unexplained infertility for one year and you're 22, taking something like Clomid and Fomara will probably work. If you're 42 and been trying for 10 years, then taking Clomid probably will give you a very low chance of working because we know the chances will be lower because you're more mature. And so in that situation, you would want to be more aggressive and take something like gonadotropins and Famara and Clomid. I personally do not feel IUIs are a waste. I think they're actually very good and I get lots of people pregnant on them. The problem is, is that not every doctor looks at it like this and is not weighing the benefits versus the risk of cost. If I think the chances of an IUI working are low, I'm not going to recommend it because I don't want to waste someone's money and time doing something I don't think is going to work. But the thing is, I treat appropriately to the situation. And so the way I would look at it is if your doctor gives everyone the same amount, and basically what I would say is if everyone gets Clomid or Fomara, whether they're under 38 or over 38, it probably is too low of treatment. And I suspect the IUIs may not work as well unless you have male factor infertility. Where I see most patients failing IUIs are when they come from other clinics and the IUIs are very programmed, meaning everyone comes in on day 12, everyone gets the same doses. Well, then of course you're not going to have high pregnancy rates. You're not even trying to adjust per patient. In my practice, this is the way we do it. We actually check hormones when people are going through IUIs. We treat them like little mini IVFs. And so we adjust the medication as we're going through. We check to make sure they haven't ovulated too soon. We check to make sure the estrogen level is high enough that all the eggs are mature when we trigger them. Again, it doesn't make your doctor wrong for not doing this, but I do believe that is the best way to be able to get the best chances with IUIs. So now that we've established that IUIs can be between 12 and 22% and that with stronger medications, it can be higher and that when appropriate, such as patients who have male factor problems and not unexplained for many years, there's a decent chance. The question is, 
should you do it? I personally would say yes. If you fall into that category less than three years trying and don't and have um, unexplained infertility, I think it's very reasonable to try IUI and it should work. If you're under 35 and even if they're doing Clomid Fumar, that's fine. Now, if you're over 35, especially around 38, and if they're not going to do things stronger than Clomid or Fumara, I honestly don't think IUI is going to be that great of a chance at the place you're doing it. In any situation where there's male factor infertility, there's always a benefit from IUI, even if the medication is not high doses, and that should always be an option for patients. The last situation that comes up is insurance. I've had many patients where IUIs are covered and IVF is not. And so in that situation, we may do IUIs just because why not? Even if we don't think it's going to work, it doesn't cost them much money and so it's worth the try. Obviously, if your tubes are blocked, that would not be a smart try. In the end, we think of IUIs as this really low chance and it is per try. But when you do it, More than one try, up to three tries, approximately half the people are pregnant. So it's actually a very good form of treatment for many, many patients. And so although no one wants to waste money doing IUIs that won't work, it usually is a good option for most patients to give a try first before moving forward with IVF. When it comes to patients, as I said, that have been trying for more than three years with unexplained infertility, it probably makes more sense to go to IVF. If you have endometriosis that's severe and potentially have been trying for multiple years, IVF might make more sense to go forward with. The same situation, the sperm is very severe. I've seen some places doing IUIs where the sperm is very severely low. In that situation, again, you should go straight to IVF or see a urologist. Overall, IUIs are not as bad as most people think. And I'm always shocked when patients come in asking me if they can jump straight to IVF and I don't understand why. And they always mention, well, everyone I talk to on the the forum tells me that their IUIs didn't work. But it's important to remember that you may just be talking to people in, let's say, like an IVF forum. And then in that situation, well, of course, the IUIs didn't work. That's why they're in an IVF forum. Whereas the people who worked, they're not going to be in an IVF forum because they got pregnant. In the end, it's a personal decision. If you ever have any questions, talk to your doctor. Hopefully they'll be honest and tell you if it's worth doing it or not. I know a lot of times, a lot of places do it kind of doing the motions and go, oh, we do IUI first, then go into IVF. But there are times it doesn't make sense to do IUIs. And in those situations, you go to IVF. But the other times, it's almost always beneficial for someone to try inseminations. And I can tell you as someone who has been through inseminations with his wife and been through IVF, IVF is stressful. It's extremely stressful. And one of the scariest things about IVF is that when it doesn't work, you feel like you're never going to get pregnant because you did the best thing there was and you didn't get pregnant. Whereas with IUIs, the frustration is that you don't know why things didn't work. And so you have this frustration of not knowing what happened, why it didn't work. But at least you have the option of moving to IVF next. And at least you have that comfort of knowing this could work if IUIs don't. As always, I always appreciate everyone who listens to this podcast and tells your friends about it. If you enjoyed the podcast, please give us a five-star review on your favorite medium and feel free to send me topics if you have topics you'd like me to do. You can send the topics to TBFT, think of like Taco Bell Fertility Tuesday at newdirectionfertility.com. 
Until next week, this is Taco Bout Fertility Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs>